0: Welcome to episode 19. Oh, movie talk about is James. Movie talk about is Keegan. Is your door closed? What? Did you, did you close your door? Yeah. I was trying to avoid that question so I didn't have to go into the podcast.
1: Uh-huh. Is your window closed? Are you ready?
0: It's cold, Keegan. Of course, my window's clo- closed.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. I was more concerned about noises, like your creaking chair.
0: Yeah, I was getting comfortable.
1: Oh, okay. Well, there you go. How's your week, Jason?
0: Oh, it's been alright. Yeah, it's I've, been, I've had sore feet from boots.
1: Mm. Well, like they're made boots. for walking. They're, they're made.
0: made for dancing too. Yeah. Um, no, boots are like the hardest thing to friggin' like find that fit properly and feel good. It's annoying.
1: Really? What do you have yep. just really small feet or something?
0: No, I've got wide feet. Wide. So, you know how there's like the length? So, you got 12, 11, 10, 13, yeah. whatever, right? That's the length usually. But then Sorry. there's width.
1: Damn. So you're like a platypus?
0: Yeah, I've got web feet. It's pretty weird. It's like I can swim really good. Yeah. Watch out for my barb keg and it's small and sharp and it'll poison you.
1: Yeah, it's pretty weird, Jase. Just send me some feet pics later just to...
0: Just oh, to sure. sure. Yeah. Make sure that I'm human.
1: Yeah, just send me some feet pics. I'll watch some sure I watched some movies
0: this week. You watched a movie this week?
1: Uh, a few, multiple.
0: Oh, yeah?
1: I watched a movie called Never on Sunday, a Jules Dassin movie from 1960.
0: Did you watch it on Sunday?
1: Oh, man. Missed opportunity.
0: No, well, it's called Never oh, on Sunday.
1: I didn't watch it on Sunday, which is a good thing, right?
0: Yeah, correct. Yeah, you okay. never watch it on Sunday.
1: Yeah, it'd be... Okay. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking what the hell? <laughs> no, it's like a Greek movie. It was nice. And this It's about this American scholar. And he's trying to improve and fix this happy prostitute. It's like, oh, who's that charismatic woman running around? Everyone's happy and partying around. her. She's so cool. What does she do? And he's like, oh, she's a prostitute. And then he goes, oh, no, that's so sad. Oh, I have to fix her. What? Yeah, what? He's like a, yeah, he's like a fuckwit. And by the end of the movie, he gets fixed. Basically, he learns he gets the error fixed. of his ways. I mean, he learns that he's a dickhead, and um, she yeah. remains happy. And she's well, there. You go. She's pretty cool. And there's Greek music I mean, and party vibes. It's like a Jules Dassin Greek version. It's like Greek. It's like a Greek. Holy shit! It's like Jules Dassin doing Federico Fellini. Um, In Greece, it feels like.
0: Oh, okay. It's a lot of fun. Well, I don't think you can fix prostitutes because they're getting sex and money. So, you know, happy people. I guess so. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs> don't be judgmental. And, exactly um, right. Have fun. Yeah. Never. Always on put a night.
0: smile on your dial.
1: Eight out of ten. Yeah. Um. Oh, I watched Vertigo, Jace.
0: You watched Vertigo again.
1: Gave it a rewatch. Yep. I'm still baffled by your one hour ten rating.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to rewatch it at some point.
1: Were you just bored or tired?
0: I was. Yeah, I was tired. Oh. Wait, or was I bored? Or was I both? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I, I don't remember.
1: I don't know. I thought it was pretty fucking amazing. I don't, it seems like you don't really remember much. We can't really debate it.
0: That's true. Can't really.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's colourful. Beautiful. The story's amazing.
0: Okay. Because
1: it's been a while since I watched it. Non rewatch. I was like, holy oh, shit. I don't know.
0: Well, I don't, I don't know if I like this story, but I feel like it was confusing at the same time. Yeah. Because, like, the end didn't make sense, but what you told me made sense, but I didn't understand that while I was watching it the first time. So So
1: he's hired to follow a guy's wife around, but the guy had killed his wife and he hired some woman to pretend to be his wife and get the guy to become obsessed with her and he knew the guy wouldn't follow her up the tower because of his agoraphobia and so that's where he threw his wife's corpse off of the top of the bell tower And then the girl who was hired to play his wife and manipulate the detective goes back to her normal life as a brown-haired girl. But she had actually fallen in love with him while pretending to be the wife. But then he finds her and thinks her face looks similar and then they start a relationship, but he's, like, trying to turn her and make her look like the girl she was pretending to be. So he doesn't know that she knows everything, and that she knows what he's doing, and is like what he's doing is really disturbing. He figures it out at the end, but um, he thinks he's manipulating this girl to look like the previous girl. It's just really good.
0: Guess. But but she like like see I didn't understand that bit, but then he just fucking. I don't know, when I was watching it and I remember him like trying to make her look like his ex-wife, I thought that was the worst thing ever.
1: Well, yeah, he's a bad person.
0: Yeah, so I didn't like it very much.
1: Do you like movies... Because I kind of like movies where the main character isn't a good person. Like, movies with no heroes. -heroes.
0: Um, Anti-heroes.
1: Well, he's not even that. He's just a bad man. He's
0: just a... Horrible
1: person. But it's just such a brilliant story, I think. It's yeah. so well made. You know?
0: Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Well, what's your other movies?
1: Okay. yeah. I finished Michael Bay, Jason.
0: Michael Bay. <laughs> Michael
1: sick. Bay. <laughs> sick, Bay. sick Bay. Sick Bay, Jason.
0: No, no. <laughs> oh.
1: So I watched four, the last four. Um, yeah, thirteen hours. Secret Soldiers of Benghazi, based on a true story. Decent, six out of ten. It's like a it's like a Michael Bay war movie version of like Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Did Did you play the campaign for um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare the twenty nineteen version?
0: Oh, I think I played them all, but. I don't really remember them though. Remember that bit where
1: you escape from the embassy, and then you're at that building, and then you shoot those flares in the sky, and you're defending that building.
0: Oh, like is wait, isn't it like a giant? Oh, kind of like the White House. Kind of
1: in another country, and you're pretty yeah, that. Yeah, light. yeah, yeah. That mission where they're in the dark and they shoot that flare up in the sky,
0: and you can see. But wait, did you have night vision?
1: Uh, no. It was like in the COD twenty nineteen.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, that mission is basically this movie. I wouldn't be surprised if that like COD mission was based on this true story or like this movie even.
0: Wait, isn't the COD stories always well, not always, but like mainly based on stories
1: and they do a lot of research in them. I mean, the better ones do.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I actually really liked COD 2019. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, 13 Hours is making me think of that a lot. Um, it was pretty cool, except for when it was trying to make you um, feel sad emotions or make you feel like these characters have got a lot to lose. Like, yeah. obviously they do. They were families at home. But it rubs it in your face so much. And with like montages and just really unsubtle bullshit and music. Because that's what Michael Bay does a lot in these movies. He, like, tries too hard to make you feel sad with superficial things like that, like music. Yeah, okay. Without substance, without a lot of substance behind it. That's the thing that sucks, but I don't know. In his movies, they don't have a lot of tension in them, except for, I guess, Pan and Gain, which is, like, I think Pan and Gain is legit his only... Actually, good movie that isn't just like his better movies, they're good because they're fun, but there's no tension, like, they're not really good, they're a lot of fun. But yeah, I think Pain and Gain is actually a pretty good movie. It's like his, oh, well, there you go, yeah,
0: it's like your what,
1: yeah, Pain and Gain is interesting. I think that's his best movie, and it it's his know. style, too. Um, Wait, what did you rate it? Oh, so thirteen hours. I rated six. Pain and Gain is like a nine out of ten.
0: Shit, that's the highest one yet.
1: Oh no, The Rock was a nine because of how uh-huh. crazy action movie it was.
0: Yeah.
1: okay. So like, then I watched Transformers the last night. Transformers five. It was pretty shit. They keep doing this thing where they just insert Transformers into Earth history. So, like, now it's canon that Bumblebee fought in World War II against the Nazis.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) It
1: is fucking stupid. Oh, (laughs) my God. This movie, it did the thing again. There's an object that does a thing and it's important. And fucking hell. They're all so similar. They're all the same. Transformers movies, they're all the same. I don't want to watch them anymore, ever again. It's just a bunch of meaningless bullshit. Just cringy characters and dialogue, and they go on for so long. They're all more than two hours, Jace. It's so painful.
0: Yeah, I know. That's what I liked about Paranormal. Like, this week, it only went for like an hour and 25 minutes. I was like, holy shit, that was quick. Oh, I
1: know. And, like, there's always an object and all the characters want it, and then fucking Ultra's Prime wins at the end. Of course. There's occasionally some stuff that looks cool or some stuff that's out of pocket. It's just some brain-smoothing stuff.
0: (laughs) Brain-smoothing stuff.
1: Yeah. Then I watched Six Underground, the 2019 one from... It's on Netflix. It's got Ryan Reynolds, the dead cool funny one. Yeah. Yeah. This was kind of interesting, 6 out of 10, but um, it's definitely not his best one, but it's kind of, I don't know, it's...
0: I think I will watch this eventually.
1: Yeah, I think you should.
0: I, I nearly watched it the other night, but you like gave it, told me it was bad or something, so I didn't watch it.
1: Oh, like, the first time I watched this movie, I gave it 2, but on rewatch, I was just like, I knew what to expect. I wasn't taking it seriously. I knew it was going to be cringe.
0: <laughs> it went up to a six. six. out of ten.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed it. But this okay. is like... It's a little bit cynical in the way that Michael Bay... Michael Bay can get pretty cynical sometimes. So I kind of like that. And um, there's no tension in this story either. But um, it's kind of like a fantasy. It's... I think the idea he has is that this is how much you need, this is how lucky you have to be, or you have to be one of the few people who's actually a billionaire. This is how many resources you need, and this is the bullshit you have to go through to actually just clean up and take out bad people. Okay. In a way?
0: Yeah, I know what you're
1: saying. And then it's a fantasy because it's the kind of stuff that people wish actual billionaires would do. Like actually put their money to use to I don't know kill some dictators or something I guess. But at the same time it's like, oh look at this guy, he's running, he's doing parkour, it's cool, he's a skywalker. And um it's really silly and mixed.
0: Yeah. Alright.
1: Then uh his newest movie from this year, Ambulance. It's got Jake Gyllenhaal and it, Jace.
0: Nice.
1: Nice, yes.
0: He's a pretty good actor.
1: Yeah, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. This movie was pretty cool. Um, pretty silly, as all of Michael Bay movies are. Yeah. Um, there's a heist, bank robbery, goes yeah. on. They take an ambulance hostage. With a dying cop and a paramedic in the back. So there's like a, a heist gone wrong, then a bunch of car chases while some fucking surgeries going on in the back of the ambulance all at the same time. It's crazy.
0: Jeez. I wonder how that surgery went. Pretty well. The guy lived. But was, oh, wow. It's
1: kind of cool. They both had their hands in his gut trying to pull his meat apart and pull the bullet out. <laughs> while.
0: Oh, jeez. Yeah.
1: So these two main characters, the robbers, the only two that get away, well, they die at the end. Well, actually, no. Um, Yaya is the name of the actor who plays Will, and Jake plays Danny. And the whole movie, they're telling us that they're brothers, they're bros, and they're close. Um, and the only way they're getting that information across is with little cheesy montages of two kids playing with lo fi music and it being really lame and with those two characters telling us the entire movie that they're brothers with their words.
0: Uh okay.
1: Which is really, really, really lazy. Um but the action was cool. Just a cop and cops and robbers thing with some action movie. Six out of ten. Okay. So that's all of Michael Bay's movies. I did a ranking. Yep. Okay, so he's made fifteen movies. Yep. Um okay. I'll start from the bottom and work my up to the top, Jess.
0: His shittest okay. movie
1: of all time. His shittest movie is Pearl Harbor.
0: Wow. I don't think it'd be that bad.
1: Nah, no, it's bad. It's like it's a a World War II movie for 20 minutes in the middle. And then for the other 2 hours and 40 minutes, it's a melodramatic romance with Ben Affleck. Oh,
0: yeah. With Ben Affleck. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Um, Transformers 4 and 5 and 3, they're all shit. I still don't like Bad Boys 1. That, That one was fucking lame. Transformers 1... So, now we're at the movies that are a 4 out of 10. So, Transformers 1 and 2 had some nostalgia behind them. 1 um, and 2? 1 and 2. They've had Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox.
0: Oh, yeah, okay.
1: They were, they were the most fun, too, out of them. 3, 4, and 5 were just a slog. Transformers 1 and 2 just were kind of all right. Yeah. Then there's The Island, which I just think is really... Just an average movie. Oh, yeah, Five out of ten. I need to watch that. I never I don't really want to watch it again. Um then we get into the better stuff, like six and up out of ten. So six underground, thirteen hours and ambulance, they're all together there. They were pretty okay. they're like his latest um, non Transformers movies, and they're pretty decent, I think, or enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, 13 Hours are probably the best out of those three. Um, Six Underground is all over the place.
0: It's all over the place.
1: Yeah. So then there's 7 out of 10 movies. They're like border on 7 and 8. Bad Boys 2 was like a massive improvement from the first one. And Armageddon, the... What's it called? The Bruce Willis um, Meteor movie. Yep. Cinema. And then in the top two is The Rock for just having the campiest script and Nick Cage and coolest action villain. That was just a whole lot of fun. And Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain is actually his best movie. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Actually, yeah. Did you have other
1: movies that you watched? No, I watched six bonuses.
0: Okay, and they're all Michael B. Wow, you've spent no, a long time on this.
1: There was Never on Sunday and oh. um, Vertigo, Jazz.
0: Oh, yeah, true. All right. What did you watch, Jan? I watched Game Night. Oh. And I'm surprised you didn't like it as much as I did.
1: Oh, yeah. That happens with me. I think, wow, this movie is amazing. It's called Vertigo. I'm going to make my friend watch it. And then he gives it a 1 out of 10.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, well, Game Night was good. It had a twist, had a little yeah. bit of funny. I like yeah. the main actor. Well, a couple of the actors, actually.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And. Yeah, it's just, like, it's just game night. Like, I love game, like, I like real game nights, like, once we have game nights.
1: Yeah, like, all those things, all, all those reasons that you said that you gave me that you like it then, I like the same reasons why I like it, but I just liked it to, like, a six or seven out of ten. Okay. Yeah. I like oh, well, it. like
0: I don't know Right at that. the end of the movie, though, and his brother's, like, 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 right at the end of the movie where they, like, defeat bad guys and shit like that. They're like, oh well, it, well, welcome to my game night, and he just the brother just looked at him like, wow, and he's like, I'm only kidding, and I was like, imagine that, that whole thing was his plan. Oh fuck, that that went down roughly.
1: Didn't it go bad because he got mixed up? With yes. And then they couldn't tell if it was a game or not.
0: Yes. Yeah. And they're all judging it, thinking it was a game. So, oh, this is really well made. They're actually throwing punches at each other. <laughs> oh, I I liked it. I actually quite liked it. It was pretty good. I reckon Mickey you enjoy it too.
1: Mm.
0: It's on Netflix, Mickey, if you're listening. Oh yeah. Um yeah, I gave that a eight out of ten, I believe.
1: Oh, you gave it a ten, Jess.
0: <clears throat> I did give it a ten. Shit. I really enjoyed it. It was good. Mm. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. You gave something um, else
1: a 10 this week. He had a good week, Jess. What else
0: was it, Jess? I I've watched Jurassic World Dominion in the cinemas. Oh, Jurassic I World quite,
1: Dominion. All right.
0: So I really enjoy this movie. Um, but yes, Keegan, you're right. It is about Locust. Nice. Only because someone mutated. Oh, should I give away spoilers on such an early movie that's coming out?
1: It's, who cares, it's a blockbuster thing. It doesn't matter. You can spoil well, it and so, it'll still be fun. Hey? You could spoil it and it'll still be fun.
0: Yeah, true. Like, a lot of people liked it and a lot of people disliked it for all different reasons. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the Locust thing, right? So you, you told me, oh, I heard it's all about Locusts. It's like, yes, the movie is trying to... Stop the bad people from using locusts to control money. If that makes sense, that makes perfect sense. So, someone mutated the locusts into old prehistoric locusts. So they're giant. They're like they're not giant. They're like footballs si- size. Yeah, like a football or or a large bird. Right. Oh,
1: yeah. I haven't seen it. I'm just guessing.
0: Yeah. 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 And what the locusts do? They eat all the all the wheat and all that top of shit. Yeah. And so it was going from paddock to paddock to paddock, destroying all these crops. And it was going to destroy the world's eco ecology. Ugh. What do you call it? Ecology. Oh know, something like that. So it was going to throw everything out. People were going to starve because of all this is happening. Because. Mm. The crops that they 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 grow has seeds for the chickens, and if they don't have the seeds for the chickens, then the chickens will die. Yeah, it would have just thrown everything out. So they had to mm-hmm. try and stop it, and it took it the whole movie to try and stop it.
1: A world without bullies, cook chalk ain't a world I want to live in.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly right. No, but um, it also had dinosaurs in it, and a lot, and a a few dark horror like there's bits that reminded me about Jurassic Park, like. How it was made, yeah. I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, some returning characters, didn't it? Some nostalgia.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh no, more than just nostalgia. They had Easter eggs from the first movie, Jurassic Park.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like for example, they didn't really go into it at all. They, you know, the tin can that the fat guy Ned, is it yeah, I
1: think.
0: like died from the Dilophosaurus um, because he like ran off the road in the wet. You know the tin can that he stole with the like embryo dinosaur embryos in it?
1: Yeah, it looked like it had some whipped cream in it.
0: Yeah, it's a whipped cream can, but the bottom ejected. So that appeared in this movie. Like the actual can.
1: Nostalgia baited the scene that scared me as a child.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. It had like that was just one out of many. I recommend watching it just to still watch a bunch of references
1: to the old ones?
0: Yeah, well just to Jurassic Park. Okay. Like at right at the start when um what's her name? Uh El- uh Ellie Settler or Doctor Settler. Mm. Um you know how right at the start of Jurassic Park when she pulls off the glasses to look at like the Brachiosaurus, like eat food. Uh, the the
1: reveal, the dun <laughs> nerd the big Yeah, thing.
0: yeah that. Yeah. She did that in this movie, and I was like, oh, my God, the feels, like, no, exact motion, like, everything.
1: That's the exact type of thing that would just make me fucking cringe.
0: <laughs> nah, I, I quite enjoyed it. Like, I watched, I listened to a review about it, and the review was right. They should have, like, changed it around a bit because it was jumping from city to city all the time. Yeah. Like, first it was, like, in Malta, and then it was in this other place and this other place. Mm. You went with the yeah, so,
1: you went with the Maiden, he liked it too, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he likes everything, though. He's always 10 out of everything that he watches. Oh, yeah. Especially Morbius.
1: He's <laughs> <It was> morbid.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, no, I gave that a 10 out of 10 because I'm biased mm. towards dinosaurs.
1: That's totally fair.
0: Um, But, yeah. What do you want to talk about first, Kigo?
1: Hmm. Um, don't know.
0: I reckon we should get paranormal activity out of the way because honestly,
1: yeah, let's.
0: There's not much to talk about, to be honest, in that movie.
1: Paranormal activity. Do you have a synopsis in front of you?
0: I don't, but I can tell you well, what happens. On.
1: Soon after moving into a suburban tract home, Katie and Micah become increasingly disturbed by what appears to be a supernatural presence. Hoping to capture evidence of it on film, they set up video cameras in the house, but are not prepared for the terrifying events that follow. These dudes are haunted, and it gets worse throughout the movie. Towards the end, but it's boring.
0: Yeah, I I nearly fell asleep in it. Actually, I was tired, and I was like, I was watching it with my parents. Oh, same. And because my parents have also seen it um, as well, so my my dad hates scary movies, so he does just doesn't watch it. He just like does other stuff mm-hmm. but my mum, my mum fell asleep <laughs> in it a couple of times so yeah no it, it's very boring once you watch it the uh, second time or third time yeah the jump scares predictable
1: so lame
0: um actually talking about this movie and the ending of this movie right mm-hmm. so there's an alternate ending which makes no sense at oh, all yeah
1: what's the alternative ending what happens there
0: um, so you know the ending where, like, she gets possessed. She goes downstairs. She screams really loudly, and then Michael like wakes up and like runs down to see what's going on.
1: Yeah. Then she like she throws him at a wall at the camera, and then she looks at the camera. Yeah. Well, yeah, kiss. kills
0: him, yeah. and then throws him at the at the camera. Okay. So the alternative is that she does that. Um, and like, and then she comes up. Like, Mark is nowhere to be seen. And she's got a knife in her hand with a really evil grin and then walks towards the camera and then she slits her own throat and that's it.
1: Well, I actually remember seeing that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it makes no sense because Canon and the older movies, uh, older movies, the sequels, she's there. She's in those movies.
1: Well, they couldn't kill her because they wanted to make a bunch of sequels and made a lot of money they made yeah. it for nothing and
0: got a lot out of it. Yeah. Didn't they, like, have, like, eight movies now and they got a new one coming out? Oh, what the oh, fuck?
1: Seven or eight, yeah. But, like,
0: it was That's... just
1: so boring compared to another movie like Blair Witch that did it. Blair Witch was <sighs> one thing.
0: We should, like, when we do themes on the wheel, we should do specific movies and watch both that and the newer version. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, like a Original plot and remake thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, fuck, I hate remakes. Because
0: right. I would love to do it for Blair Witch. Like, well, specifically like to Blair for, Witch.
1: Um, I'd do it for Evil Dead. Actually, the remake of Evil Dead is not bad.
0: Wait, there's a the, remake um, of Evil Dead? Yeah. Isn't there four movies?
1: Yeah, there's Evil Dead 1, 2, um, Army of Darkness, and then Evil Dead 2013.
0: Aren't they all in order?
1: No. There was the Ash vs. Evil Dead TV show.
0: Yeah, it's on Netflix. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Okay. I don't know how that works, but. Well, back to Paranormal Activity. Yes.
1: The, I, th- I guess there's one thing about this movie I can say that's pretty good, and that's the just the iconic bedroom shot. It is pretty memorable especially, like, it's all over the poster, and everything,
0: and it's just... It's, like, the camera's 60% in, on the movie.
1: Yeah, it's occasionally slightly creepy, and it's well-framed. It's got, like, them in bed. It's got the doorway, and you can see the hallway behind it. And so, I guess the scariness and the creepiness comes from looking down that dark hallway, thinking, oh, there's something that might be there, or you you don't know what's going to happen next. And all you're mm. looking at is just this fucking dark hallway, and it's scary. You know yeah. how like you're in your house alone at night, and yeah, you're kind of scared to walk around it.
0: Yeah, I that's mean the, not now, but back in the day, I definitely was. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, that's the kind of fear that paranormal activity brings out if you've if you're watching it for the first time. Basically, I
0: feel like. Um, Another fear is, like, something happening to someone when something's not there. Like, she gets dragged by the foot and you're like, what the fuck did I just watch?
1: More like, oh, okay, that's happening and nothing else. That was my feelings about it.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't even think I was that scared the first time I watched it.
0: Oh, that's all right, Keegan. You don't get scared easily.
1: Oh, I was pretty, in- this came out when I was in primary school, I think, I was pretty intimidated because the commercials were just like um, little shots of people watching the movie and shitting bricks, basically.
0: Oh, that's right, I remember that, yeah. yeah. But if there was and like, so, oh, this going to be scary.
1: If you looked at the other people in the audience, they were less scared, they just picked out the scared people in the audience and put them in the trailer.
0: Yeah, well, my mum was one of those scared people. Like, not in the cinema, but like when we first watched it, she would jump at everything.
1: Really? That's because yeah. you don't know what's coming. But when you do know what's coming,
0: oh, it's so fucking boring. <laughs>
1: yeah, these characters are shit too. They're super annoying. Micah, yeah. Micah and Katie—I guess what's her name? Katie. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They're so white. <laughs> it's annoying.
0: They're so white.
1: They had sex and then he turns on the camera and he looks at the camera and he's like, that was probably illegal in 12 states, (laughs) He he. Oh, she's
0: crazy. What
1: do you think they did? Oh,
0: they fucking did choke scenes.
1: No, they don't look, they don't feel like the kind of people who...
0: You're right. I feel like he's just making up shit.
1: He was just being a shitter. And a cringe-up. Yeah. You're like, wow, wow, baby, that, that missionary, that vanilla missionary was really illegal in 12 states.
0: Oh, I like the way you moved your hips, baby. Fuck. <laughs> it's so bad.
1: <laughs> Couldn't take them seriously at all.
0: No. One thing I did like about this movie, though, is the way they do things, right? So, like, uh that uh, a Ouija board that would just be moving by itself and then just catch fire. I would love to know how they did that. Um, I don't know. Probably with magnets or something.
1: Probably something really simple.
0: Yeah, what it'd be really to? simple.
1: I don't know. i like, what do you? Why do you want to know so bad? Do you want to set something on fire without anyone knowing? I'm,
0: I'm a firebug, Keegan. So the answer is always yes. Yeah, but at the same time, the answer is actually no.
1: Man, well, man, when I was a kid, campfire, I was the kid putting dry leaves in that shit, watching it burn.
0: Yeah, I was doing that shit. I'd be putting everything in there. My parents would get at me for putting things like plastic and stuff in there. Just so stuff, I was like curious to know pig, how it burns. Yeah, but I was also the kid who would meet up with my next door neighbor with lighters and just burn random shit in the backyard. Hmm. That's why I'm a fly bug, Keegan. Not so much anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, we officially ran out of things to talk about with Paranormal Activity because it's so. Yeah, I know. I told you.
0: I fucking told you this movie's boring as shit.
1: Like, how did I watch this twenty times when I was a kid? I don't know.
0: And the sequels, one,
1: two, and three. I watched them so many times.
0: I actually want to see all of the movies again. Like I think I've only seen the second and third, but I haven't seen the rest, so that it might be alright. It goes into like a very culty thing, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Turns into that. That mm. they fuck with the timeline is crazy. It gets really convoluted.
0: Is it worse than bloody um uh what's that movie you watched? Jason? Jason X.
1: Well those no. movies are actually fun it's just annoying characters getting killed by jason in creative ways
0: okay
1: 80s vibes too that's what that is the story doesn't get complicated or convoluted the story doesn't friday 13th doesn't even matter but like they try to make they parallel activity movies and later in the series they try to they try to make these gotcha moments where it's like oh my god it's that got him. It makes you, it puts in things that people recognize in the previous movies. And then then, pretends to be clever when really it's just being stupid. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But number five was pretty cool. Had gangsters shooting witches with shotguns.
0: Wow. I want to see that shit.
1: Yeah. Parallel activity five, the marked ones. That was good.
0: Okay. All right, Keir, can you go on down another rabbit hole?
1: I'm not doing. It. I just finished my today. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I need to watch old shit for a while to reset. You
0: need to level, yeah. Re- reset your mind of all the movies you watched.
1: Yeah, I need to watch sixties, forties stuff again. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, what did you rate this movie, Keegan?
1: Two out of ten.
0: Actually, I think I did the same. Yeah. Wow, yeah,
1: dude, we're so in sync right now, Jay.
0: I was going to go 3 out of 10, but I was like, you oh, know, it's just not worth it. I was like, well, so I dropped it to 2.
1: Because it's so not rewatchable. No, mean, it's... Oh, But maybe it is for some people. Like, when I was a child, I just fucking thought it was so good.
0: Well, see, I I don't mind it because, like, I don't know, like, um, we have a surround sound system, so when it comes to those, like, demonic screams and then a, a bang, it'll it would vibrate. I guess it And it is. was kind of freaky. Yeah. It is kind of ambient.
1: And it the, is very the, ambient. The noises, like the screams are just like, imagine you're sitting one end of the house and you just hear a fucking scream from the other end of the house with the lights out. You would be shit scared.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, our houses are tiny compared to those American houses.
1: And then it would be you know I mean? even scarier.
0: If mm, it wasn't it, a, if we were in an American House, it would be actually kinda of scary. It
1: kinda of, it kinda of works, but on, like it's boring now. It's that it's that home alone with the lights off kind of fear. That discomfort that it uses pretty well yeah. sometimes. A little bit in parallel activity one. But it's not enough. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. What's oh we didn't even say what the theme was, Jace. The theme is found footage.
0: Oh yeah, found footage.
1: Oh well, it'll be in the title. Um, second movie Jace, Cannibal Holocaust.
0: Oh, tell us the synopsis from that. Yeah. Let me get it up.
1: Um, all right. A New York University professor returns from a rescue mission to the Amazon rainforest with the footage shot by a lost team of documentarians who are making a film about the area's local cannibal tribes. Is that it? Yeah, well, there's basically two halves of this movie. The first half is um, this guy played by Robert Kirvan. Um He's a professor, and he's... Well, he's on a rescue mission in the Amazon to find a bunch of documentarians Mm. who've gone missing, and um, he finds out that they were killed by cannibals, and he sort of like communicates in a way and is nice. You know, he's nice about it. He makes friends with the tribes. Yeah, he's like respectful and good with them.
0: He's really smart. He, like, somehow gains their trust.
1: Yeah, he gains their trust. And he finds the tape that they made um, in their dead bodies.
0: Yeah. That's what they were searching for the whole time.
1: Yep. Well, he he was searching for them, hoping they'd be alive, but they were dead. So he just took back the footage yeah. they, they got. And the second half of the movie is, like, him showing the board, I guess, this television station who wants to air it, the footage. Because these people, they like these sensationalist... Um, documentaries with horrific subject matter and they just put it on the screens and people will eat it up. But um, the second half is them watching the footage and in the end just deciding, nah, no, burn it, it's too much.
0: Yeah. Even the guy that was like pushing for it, he's like, went out for a cigarette and was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what I actually like about this found footage film? What's that? It just shows you how the footage was feel, like found. Yeah.
1: The first half of the movie is finding the footage.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's actually really good like that.
1: Hmm.
0: Where other found footage films, you just watch it and then the camera drops and that's it. It's like, oh, and they disappeared forever. Yeah, well, okay. there'll
1: be a blurb at the start that says, oh, these people disappeared and this is the footage we found. Hmm. Yeah.
0: This is actually... Like, the way it was made, it is a really good movie.
1: I think it's got a really interesting um, and pretty strong message too that's conveyed pretty well. But at the same time, it's like an Italian trashy horror movie. Yeah. What's the message though? Um, well, these people, the documentarians, they've gone into this jungle to make a documentary about cannibal tribes but they're disrespectful they see these tribes Uh people as less human they see them more animal than human and they've gone in and disrespected them in their homes when really the place they come from isn't even that much better if you think about it um in a way i think yeah
0: yeah i know what you're saying
1: yeah it's like Yeah, they were
0: actual trash people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. And the guy in the first half is really likeable too. Robert Kerman is the name of the actor. He plays a professor.
0: Yeah. In, yeah, he was likeable.
1: Yeah, in real life, I think um, he was like a, a porn actor and Cannibal Holocaust was his movie he did to get into regular movies, I think.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Which I think worked out alright. Um, I think just, just because it was Cannibal Holocaust, people didn't like that at the time and it didn't really launch his career as much as he wanted it to. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because he was really good in the movie.
0: Yeah, well, when you think about it, it's a really fucked up movie. Yeah. And everyone's like, why the fuck would you make such a movie?
1: Can you believe that people thought it was real? And the director almost went to jail for the deaths of the actors that didn't actually die.
0: Oh my god, it it does look real. Okay, so that's like one of the biggest like con con, like controversy thing about this movie Hmm. is that everything they did looks real, except I feel like the animals were real, which is the the really horrible part.
1: That was actually, I have no respect. The worst part part about them was the animal deaths. They were like actually fucking bullshit.
0: Yeah, because they okay. actually killed animals just for the movie. It's dumb.
1: To be edgy and just to make the movie more disturbing without putting any effort into it like they do for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like, I mean, it didn't warn you at the start of the movie with a lengthy apology or warning. Mm. But at the same but time, still.
1: like art like this, that's got historical significance as well which this movie does, like it shouldn't be censored at all.
0: No. Um, but I, I didn't like, so I know a lot of people raged about the animal scenes. Like it was pretty horrible. But at the same time, they had to survive out there. Like, yeah, yeah, they, I don't know. it's The least, whole thing was survival.
1: They killed the turtle. and That was horrific. But at least... Oh yeah,
0: they, I've never seen a turtle like that before.
1: At least they ate it. They all like killed it for food. But at the same time, it was also for entertainment, which is,
0: yeah, not. Good. I was actually really like I hated the total killing.
1: There was the, um, especially
0: are... when the legs were still moving and it was annoying, but I was actually really curious about this biology. <laughs> Pretty much all these animals were killed for actual food. Yeah, yeah, they had to survive and filmed. That's that's why I, I rated this movie so high, is because. If you see it in a different perspective and ignore the the animal abuse, it's actually a really good movie.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Like it would be better if the movie had never been made, but the movie exists now, and it's pretty significant. And that just kind of stuff just has to
0: be preserved, I think. Yeah, I feel like it should go down in history. Yeah, because it, it kind of shows off like animal tri- uh, animal tribes. Uh, Amazon tribes as well. Like, because A- Amazon tribes actually did do that.
1: Yeah. Those like, like, they would them. just
0: kill each other. They'll, they'll find each other in, in, like, the area, in each other's territories, and they just kill each other hmm. and then eat eat each other because that's what they did.
1: There wasn't any human deaths in this movie, but they were real tribesmen.
0: Yeah, true. Yeah. Not, no real human deaths. There was heaps of human deaths, it's just not real
1: hmm yeah there was like the but yeah people actually thought it was real and the director almost went to jail and he had to prove his innocence by having the actors come out and say yeah we're still alive
0: <laughs> can you imagine yeah
1: like it's impossible <laughs> it baffles me because the first half of the movie is just an actual fucking movie that isn't found footage
0: Yeah, exactly right. The way the movie
1: plays out, it's impossible to, like, believe that the actors are actually dead. But then the guy was banned from making movies for five years.
0: Wow. And the
1: first movie he makes when he comes back is another cannibal movie.
0: Is it actually? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Fucking hell. Cut and run. I have to watch it still. Yeah. But there's also the the juxtaposition between the Amazon jungle and the in New York City, the concrete jungle. It switches between them and yeah. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Just like the comparison okay. and uh, the idea and the, the dehumanizing of those tribes people from people who see themselves as more more intelligent from yeah. modern places
0: yeah, yeah. People, dirt bags
1: when really when they're in that environment they're not in control mm. they're not in the control yeah. that they, they're they used to in their modern world
0: it's like someone who's being bullied and then goes somewhere else and sees weaker people and was like I'm gonna bully them cause yeah I don't know it just whatever <laughs> Dumb movie, in that sense. Well, not dumb, but like, well played.
1: Well, these people were the bullies. Like, these documentarians, this guy, his previous documentary, which they were looking at at that studio, the person was talking about how he would used to get the people to act out things and put some bullshit in there. And he was just doing a bunch of that in the one he was making in the Amazon, but then his crew got killed. By cannibals.
0: Yeah. Mm. Like, t- tell me what you thought about their, their deaths.
1: Oh, they fucked around and found out, basically. Well, what do you mean? They acted like fools and then got killed by...
0: No, I, I want your opinion on their, on their deaths. What, like? Or on how they
1: died. On how brutal it was yeah yeah it was pretty fucked really really brutal like they were torn apart yeah it was crazy
0: it it looks like they weren't doing much
1: no well like the effects were b-grade movie and just like gore effects but with the shaky found footage camera movements gives it like a feeling of it being a bit real at the same time which works
0: so it, it does, makes, yeah. It was
1: disturbing, yeah. Hmm.
0: But, yeah, like, the bit where they, like, ripped off that lady's head, like, the the worst thing is, I mean, it's not worse, but, like, you know, it's what would happen in those, in the jungle. It's like, they rip off her clothes, the tribesmen, like, rape her and then rip off, like, their body parts and then they just carry her head around. Yeah. You see it on the camera.
1: It's this it is weird, pretty fucked. It's a really extreme movie. Yeah. How does this rank amongst the other extreme movies I've made you watch? Antichrist. Uh, this and is thriller.
0: Well. Um. Okay, so Antichrist isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got that por- like that porn scene, like the sex scene right at the start, and then has the cutting of the genitals which made me cringe because you know yeah i've got those genitals and seeing her have those genitals and then getting it cut oh no nah. okay I, that's where i crossed the line a little bit thought antichrist is worse um I, only for a little bit where it's more detailed like the, and has better
1: effects and it's really fucked i think
0: yeah but, yeah it, it was more detailed I mean, the animal deaths were really detailed. Like, oh, really yeah. detailed. Like, seeing that turtle's head get chopped off, I was like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, Antichrist. I, and I kind of was in
0: shock a little bit.
1: Thriller had some fuck stuff in that one eyeball scene. That's about it. So that's yeah, not Thriller
0: was. I mean, Thriller was more like a porno. Instead of like a. What do you call it?
1: Mm, it had like. It was a revenge movie where they just. Paste a little bit of porno into it,
0: yeah, and, then and it, it was, wasn't uh, as gross.
1: There was like an eyeball scene,
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, like so, the animal deaths were like if, if I was Mickey, because anim- animal deaths, like Mickey, just won't stand for that shit. Yeah, this would be the worst movie. Otherwise, I'm I'm still thinking that you know, Antichrist was worse because of like the general cutting.
1: But at the same time, the animal deaths were real. I think that just makes yeah, it worse.
0: Yeah, yeah it does. Hmm. But in a movie sense, it makes sense. But that because we know that the animal deaths are real, it's really bad.
1: Yeah, I guess so. There's that them being in nature and having to Hunt. kill to eat and stuff. Yeah. Works. It's just, I wish they hadn't done it as much, I guess, or found a way to fake it, I guess but it was just like a low-budget cannibal movie. I don't think they cared. Yeah, true. Yeah.
0: But yeah, so what was your rating for this movie?
1: Eight out of 10. I think it's really good. The ending where he they finish the footage and they're just traumatised and they decide to burn it all and he walks out into New York City and he's like, I wonder who the real cannibals are. and walks off and is just like, hmm. That's Chef's Kiss. That's really nice. Oh, yeah. And it's like a... Well, it's a Grindhouse movie too. And it's, okay. it's Italian.
0: You like because, Italians, do you?
1: Yeah. So for me, it's like an eight or nine. You know, I took some. I took a little bit off because of the animal deaths and also I think it's a little bit exaggerated or a little bit... The documentarians going in being that evil, I think they were a little bit too over the top.
0: Yeah. I uh, I also gave it an 8 out of 10. Yeah. but Because I liked it.
1: Yeah, me too. <sighs> that was my second time watching it.
0: Yeah. How would you feel the second time?
1: Um, So the first time I watched it, it just got like this visceral reaction out of me just watching the first time. So I was like, oh, 10 out of 10. But then like, I would think about it for a while and just the way the documentary people were acting was a bit silly and, well, a little bit over the top and the animal deaths, so I brought it down to a seven. And this time I rewatched it and I was really giving it a second chance and eight out of ten seems, eight or nine seems good because it is a good yeah. movie. I think, yeah. No, I think it's really good.
0: Yeah, I liked it. Just did we do the same rating
1: again?
0: Yeah, we did. Wow, it's weird how we. Okay, I had no idea like Keegan what rated these movies before me, but I had no idea what he rated because I never really check letterboxes often. But I also don't get the notifications like Keegan does. So once I like rate something, he'll get a notification like, "Oh, Jason did this," but What's I don't that get that on my what? phone. I don't know why.
1: No, I just see it on the home page. I, like, browse. Be like, oh, look, Jace looked at something. I don't get notified.
0: Oh, I thought you get notified.
1: No, well, I got notified because you liked my review. So then I just, I was like, oh, Jace must have done paranormal activity. So I checked. Okay. So I gave you a like. Gave a like.
0: Oh, I gave it a like. Oh, a nice big thumbs up.
1: Yeah. I gave you a little bit of dopamine. There you go. All right. So double feature, Paranormal Activity and Cannibal Holocaust?
0: No. No. Hell no.
1: But imagine this. So you're double featuring, maybe you've got some friends there, Um, you're watching Paranormal Activity, you fall asleep. While you're asleep, Paranormal Activity finishes and they put on Cannibal Holocaust. And then suddenly, you wake up at the exact same time the total killing is happening on the screen, and (laughs) Wouldn't that be freaky? Just waking up to the Cannibal Holocaust.
0: I don't know if it'd be freaky, but I'd be like, "What the fuck is this movie?" Like, like, so you know how you're awake, are uh, you're, you're awake, paying attention, and then like when you drift off, you like kind of remember the last scene you watched, mm-hmm. and then you wake up to a brand new scene that has nothing to do with what you're just watching, and you're like, "What the fuck?"
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So your parent. Your- so you're watching Paranormal Activity, the character's just had sex and he's just like, oh, well, that was illegal in 12 states and then you fall asleep and you wake up again and it's some fucked shit happening in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> That's illegal in kill. 12 states. <laughs> and, that know, is like, illegal.
0: Wow.
1: And it's like I was showing what they did. And yeah, that was illegal in probably more than 12 states. <laughs> That'd be funny. That's the only way this would work as a double feature though. Yes. In those two specific situations. <sighs> we got an email.
0: Oh yes, we did.
1: Yeah. Michaela wants us to debate two movies which I haven't seen in so many years. What are so. they? Um El Dorado versus oh. Every New Groove.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I did see that.
1: Her, her workmate. Hang on, let me just read out the things. Mikhail. Hi, movie nerds. Okay, so once again, I have yet decided to get into another movie debate with yet another co-worker. Damn, that's a toxic workplace environment Mickey's creating.
0: Yeah, yeah she's, she's doing it herself.
1: She's a really bad person, hey?
0: She's a very toxic movie person.
1: We were arguing about some absolute childhood classics. Emperor's New Groove and Road to El Dorado, I think personally Emperor's New Groove is better Just like I don't know I had more fun with it as a child and my co-worker is like nah, you're fucking wrong, mate El Dorado is better. Like yeah, I agree. It's a movie, but not as great Good movie. I mean actually think it's his favorite movie. So it makes sense He would defend it like crazy in your opinions Which one is the better movie? Is that Michael she's arguing with?
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. She does talk about a girl at her work that says that that movie was the best movie in the world.
1: But I think, yeah, El Dorado is one of Michael's favourite movies.
0: Oh, is it actually? It's probably Michael then.
1: Oh, he gave New Groove a 3 out of 10. He's wrong for
0: that. Oof.
1: New. Oh, hang on. That's Kronk's New Groove. That's the... Sequel. Never mind. Where's Emperor's New Groove? We might have to do some editing here, Jace. I need to do this. I'm
0: going to edit this anyway.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, The Emperor's New Groove. Okay. You know what? I have seen both, and it's been such a long time. I hardly remember either of them. Same. one I remember more is Emperor's New Groove like the voice actors, it's got fucking David Spade in it and John Goodman. Like, and Patrick Warburton. He was in that, like, comedy TV show back in the day that I watched as a kid. He's got a funny voice. And, yeah, these characters are iconic. I just think Emperor's New Groove is more memorable.
0: Well, I don't remember both of them. It's been years, many, many, many years since I've seen it. Yeah, well, Eldorado.
1: Fuck, Mal, this might be harsh. Ah, oh, our arguments cannot be taken too seriously because it's been too long.
0: Yeah, we'll have to come back to it after we watch yeah, a couple of them.
1: At the moment, I'm thinking Emperor's New Groove
0: because
1: I remember, I remember liking it too. I don't remember much about Road to El Dorado. Yeah, I
0: don't remember much about that either.
1: Mm. New Groove has got more actors I like, and Isma and stuff. Yeah. I remember it doing more creative things with it, um There being there being more creative sequences and stuff, in no?
0: Empress New Groove. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Like, he got transformed into a llama and shit.
1: And also, like, the chase scene out of the um, city where they're trying to kill him as a llama, but he escapes.
0: Oh, man, I do remember
1: that. I remember that bit. Okay. Doing... Fuck. I don't know. El Dorado was DreamWorks too. What was New Groove? I think New Groove was Disney, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Disney? I thought they were
0: both Disney.
1: No, right. um, *Emperor's New Groove* Disney, *El Dorado* DreamWorks.
0: Oh, okay. That would explain. Actually, that's probably they're why both, I haven't seen *El Dorado*.
1: They're both two thousands movies, which means, I mean, that was a pretty based decade. But um, DreamWorks has always been more based
0: than Disney.
1: Hmm. So I might be remembering *El Dorado* wrong.
0: Yeah, I don't quite remember El Dorado at all, actually.
1: And I don't want to rewatch watch them, so fuck it, Emperor's New Groove is better.
0: Yeah, I, I agree.
1: Even though I don't want to take Mickey's side, I'd rather take Michael's side, but Emperor's New Groove, I'm just going to have to pick that one over El Dorado.
0: Yeah, we don't want to, you know, make Mickey's head big with her toxicity.
1: Yeah, we don't want to make her workplace even more toxic, you know?
0: Yeah. Those kind of people,
1: yeah. you just got to put them in their place. But yeah. this time you know.
0: There's a big difference between El Dorado and Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, I remember everything now. Yeah, no, it's Emperor's New Groove.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Alrighty. Is there any other emails? No, that was it. Okay.
1: Next week we have a theme, don't we? We do
0: have a theme.
1: Our fears. Yeah. The things we're scared of, Jace.
0: Tell me what your fear is, Keegan.
1: Oh, When I was a kid, I was in a public restroom on a road trip. I was taking a piss in this toilet and I read a sign next to me saying, hey, close the lid when you're done so the frogs don't get into it. I was like, what? So I was like, I finished pissing, I looked inside, and out of nowhere, a frog jumps into the toilet and scares the fuck out of me. <laughs> and I didn't know how to get it out. And then another memory I have is I saw a video where this guy kicked the toilet seat and a bunch of spiders crawled out of it. So oh, the fear I've gone with is the fear of sitting on the toilet and having something crawl up your ass.
0: Yeah. So I Snakes went Snakes as, as well.
1: I went with a movie about creatures in the sewer, so it's a little bit of a stretch, but I haven't seen it in a long time, and it's called Chud.
0: Wow, that sounds like a big stretch, Keegan.
1: Yeah, it's um, cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. They live in the sewer system of New York City, and they're creatures, and they kill people. Yeah, okay. 1984.
0: 1989. What's yours, Jace? What's your fear? My fear is water. I remember when I was a little kid and I was out on the beach with my dad fishing and the tide was rising and I started panicking and crying. I was like, I don't know, three or four. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to drown. I'm going to drown. And the water's like slowly coming in. Like you could walk faster back to the beach, but I was there with my dad. And my dad was just sitting there fishing as the water was coming up, and I was freaking out. Okay. So I, picked, I picked a movie called Leviathan because I haven't okay. seen it before, and it's an older movie, and it was on Keegan's watch list because I looked at Letterboxd and I was like, oh, Keegan might like this. It is. And I found it on YouTube.
1: It's in water too.
0: Yeah. It's oh, yeah. all about the depth of water.
1: I thought you were saying earlier that your fear was when you look into water at night or it's dark and you look into the ocean, it's just blackness.
0: No, I don't. Yeah, see, I don't understand where you got that from.
1: Because I thought, well, yeah. okay, I thought you said that, but never mind.
0: Yeah, I'll have to have a look at what I said.
1: Yeah, well, I thought your fear was looking into like a void of either blackness or whiteness. So I was like, oh. Maybe Jace will pick the Void.
0: No, well, like, I'm, I'm more feared of what's in the water than the water itself, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, okay. That is a theme for the future, though, like cosmic horror. That'd be cool.
0: What, cosmic horror?
1: Yeah, it's really cool. It's like, it kind of plays with the fear of the unknown. It's kind of like a, inspired by Lovecraft.
0: Oh, Okay. Yeah, yeah, this is what I this is what I said, Keegan. Right, I have a fear, like a phobia, of things I cannot see, especially deep water. I can't think of a movie yet, but I'll try and find one. I don't know where you got void and blackness from.
1: Maybe that's my actual fear.
0: Maybe that is your actual fear.
1: Hmm.
0: Maybe. Who knows?
1: Oh, yeah. So, Leviathan. George P. Cosmatos directed, the director of Cobra and Rambo 2, and my movie, Chud.
0: Chud the Cobra.
1: Oh, a couple 80s movies, Jace. They might oh. actually double feature. They might actually
0: they might double feature.
1: Actually... Holy shit. Well, there you go. We're on um, Podvine, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Anchor, and Spotify. Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, Jace. Those yes. are the classes. And also just send us some shit on movie talk about us at gmail dot com.
0: Yes. Send us all the shit. Yeah.
1: And also review. Leave a little thingo.
0: A little comment, a little review, a little thumbs up, little star rating.
1: We're talking to you, the one person who listens. In America. Yeah, the American. I, think there's I don't like know two who or three it is. People. I think there's a couple from our country.
0: If you're on a if you're on a, if you, if you listen to us each week, tell us. You should definitely tell us. Yeah.
1: I think there's a couple.
0: Alrighty. Well that's it. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs>